everyone. Welcome to TV Told Me. My name is Kelly. This is Ade. And we are so happy to have you here today. Um, summertime and uh, Stranger Things just came out with our fourth season. And it just makes me think of the 80s and all the good times. And somehow, like, I don't really know how this happens, but I was like born in the mid 80s. But somehow I still appreciate 80s culture. Like I really shouldn't know anything about it. So I was like young and not knowing things, but they lasted the, the test of time. But you were born, I mean, you were mid eight. So you were like five or six, like, seven. Yeah. Like, when some core memories are, you know, are right there. Like is- those ruffled dresses were really popular. Pet mm-hmm. mother shoes were at the top of the market. Oh, I had um, saddle shoes, the black and white ones. Uh-huh. Definitely was a, oh no, I forget, the poodle skirt. Uh-huh. And That's when they were neck. trying to go back to the 50s. They were like, <laughs> let's take fashion back to the 50s for some reason, especially on the Disney channel. They were really into going back. The 80s were a lot about movies going back in time. Back to the Future was a very popular movie. Yes. People in the 80s were obsessed with the 50s for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, it was strange. Strange. <laughs> yeah, so weird. But any anything goes in the 80s, um, I guess. It was a wonderful time. But it, then it's also hard to, like, everything maybe I call the 80s is actually 90s or vice versa I'm not really sure you know I'm like is the side ponytail like scrunchy up your shirt um is that late 80s early 90s okay this is definitely late 80s early 90s a transitional period it transitioned yeah because the overalls 90s and I remember that because it was very prominent in my life that I wanted some overalls with my name on it and it was very prominent on my life that my dad said what would be the purpose of that um so he didn't understand you know fashion absolutely so wait a second I have a clarifying question so it's like a name tag for your Mm -mm. you would um like if you watch episodes of the Fresh Prince of Mm Bel-Air you would wear overalls Mm -hmm. one strap would be off which of course unclipped yeah <laughs> then down the side your name or something would be spray painted down the leg 100%. that's what they were doing on tv and my dad was like you live in this remote suburban country town there's no need for that if you want overalls okay i don't understand why you're only wearing one strap it's not practical but i'll go with it but spray painting these overalls i don't think so little missy <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> like okay. Well, uh, it is going to be one shoulder, but is that, that why I wasn't projectile. Popular? I don't know. <laughs> that was scary though, because like if it's just hanging off the back, like that clip, you could clock somebody with that if you're not careful. If you're like turning around, I guess that's true too. Because a lot of '80s dances did require a lot of turning and flipping. Mm. So yeah, I don't know, but that was early '90s. Um, but it did require that it was a lot of the dances were very interactive but I don't know we still we still made it work were you ever able to do break dancing is this a skill you possessed in a past life no yeah 
no. can't do much dancing even now. Break dancing wasn't my thing. But the thing that I didn't realize, I mean, there's certain things that I just don't know about the 80s because I was mm-hmm. like super young, but like, you know, like on Stranger Things, there was a part where they were like, I can't believe you're drinking that. And I guess sometime in the 80s, they came out with new Coke. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but they like had a whole discussion about new Coke. And I'm sure people who like, you know, got that reference point were probably like dying laughing. And I was just like, I don't get it, but okay. But it was cool. But I did love to see um, a house phone. <laughs> like they yes. were calling each other on the house phone. And at one point he was on the phone and then his mom was listening in on the phone because the house phone, to listeners who are way too young to understand this reference, <laughs> would call somebody's house and all of the phones, no matter what phone, if you picked it up, you're all listening to the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you ideally could listen to someone's conversation. Yes um and people's parents would listen to competitions and stuff anyway and so that happened and I was just like oh kids don't have that kind of pressure anymore mm-hmm. where they had to like hide the fact like midnight conversations I don't know how they happen anymore but when I was young it was like a whole thing like it would be like I was supposed to be asleep at nine okay <laughs> but we're doing a sleepover so what I'm gonna do is turn the ringer off in my parents room and in the living room okay skill wow then because the cords used to be ridiculously long okay (laughs) yes my so that my family could walk around the home with the phone okay (laughs) but you are still tethered and it will let you know that at an inopportune exactly because at one point you're trying to go and you're like oh this is where it ends so you end up like sitting in like a pantry or a closet (laughs) to try to get your privacy it was very strange (laughs) anyway um so then it would be like you would call so what you would do was you would call like movie phone or something mm-hmm. so that your friends at the other sleepover you guys could connect with each other so yes. you call movie phone and you'd be like call me at 9 30 <laughs> and they would call at 9 30 and you would call movie phone or something so that you could click over and be like hello I still remember this is so hilarious oh gosh, I don't remember what year phone. it came out but in the 90s it had to be the 90s and I don't remember what year. It was either the 90s or the late 80s. But I still remember when Star 69 came out. <gasps> it was life changing. Yes. I, I remember the first time I experienced it, I was at my cousin's house. Somebody called her and hung up. And she was like, mm, I don't think so. And so she was like, she Star 69 them. And she was like, I know you just called me. And I was like, how did you, how did you do that? She's like, yeah, you can Star 69. Oh, when I told my mom, I was like, if someone hangs up on us, we can call them right back. She was like, what? I was like, yes. And I, I'm pretty sure it cost a fee every single time. It was a That's fee, either yes. here or there. But it didn't matter because I was like, we have this power. Because before, if people played mm. on your phone, this is the thing. You had a house phone that rang, okay? Right. There was no caller ID. There was no scam, no. likely, none of that. It was just the wild west of someone calling your phone. They could be playing on your phone, anything. There was no way for you to know who's calling you. And the percentage of prank calls was like 5%, 2% at that time. So most of the time when somebody called, like they were actually a real person calling you. Unless it was like a Saturday night. (laughs) And you were in school or elementary school. Then the percentage goes up to about 25 because- Mm. 
Mm-hmm. We would just call people we knew and prank call. I don't know. Maybe that's what we thought was funny. I have no idea why. And we thought prank calling was funny. But there was no way to know who was calling who. And then Star 69 came out, changed the game. And I also remember when I first, when I went to my friend's house and they had caller ID, I was like, what? You can tell everyone that's calling you? Mm. Yeah. Is Star 69 like the first DM? Is that what like now every song is like, I'm going to DM you. I'm going to slide into your DMs. And before I feel like Star 69, I mean, Destiny's Child was talking about MCI. Um, I mean, no, Star 69 was just if somebody hung up on you, you could call them right back. Like it was just like a, a reverse like Uno power card. seems transformative and a part of the culture that yeah. I hope was celebrated in music. This is something now I'm going to have to research. I need to know songs that had Star 69 in them. Which I don't know a song that has Star 69 in it, but please do the research. I also now think that we are no longer talking about the 80s. I think these are things that happened in the 90s. <laughs> now that Don't i think about us. it nobody fact check us because this is just according to our memories we're getting but it. i do know i mean one of the things that was really big that's not big anymore and i don't even think kids do this anymore but i do remember one of the things that was so big in the 80s that they did on stranger things is they went to the roller skating ring <gasps> and i used to love the roller skating ring ours was called the roller chalet mm-hmm. and just or usa skates which had like a Barney type of um, cartoon character that would sometimes come out. That one had all like the flashy lights. I think Roller Chalet for me was they had TVs, but mind you, like the TV, um, they would have a TV like hoisted in the rafters around so you could watch Mm. and they would show music videos on them. I'm telling you right now, the TV is like one of those thick, two tvs it was probably only like 20 inches like you could barely see anything on it but they're like but at that time they were killing it we have it up there get your you know play some arcade games buy some binoculars for 25 tickets and then you too can watch you know janet jackson or mariah carey on that video yes but when your song came on on the roller skating ring i just remember the excitement okay I unfortunately never experienced the couple skate. That was not, you Same. know, uh, that was not part of my destiny. God didn't see that for me. <laughs> I, so many of my, <laughs> many of my uh, elementary school was spent being like, oh, it's couple skate. And then watching other people couple skate and be mm-hmm. like one day that day never happened. But <laughs> that was so wild that they were like, yeah, all all girls skate, all boys skate, couple skate. If you're not a couple, you got to get off the floor. What what were we doing exactly. back then? And it was funny because I remember specifically, they would be like, no, you have to be a couple. Because I'd be like, oh, I guess maybe we're two people. They would be like, no, it's no. couple skate. So, I mean, they were not progressive. What if that, you know? Absolutely not. They were not at all. So, yeah, so it was interesting. But Stranger Things, let's talk about that because that was a journey, okay? Um, like I said before, I had cut off Stranger Things after season two. Like I was just like, um, I think I'm good. Mm. Then I had a busy week and Saturday, um, much like we talked about in other episodes, my brain was like, mm, girl, we're done. We, I cannot socialize with anyone. 
No. I had a party to go to and my brain was like, okay, you can go if you want to. Guess who's going to be sitting in the corner like, hello. I'm and looking I for have- a party of two. Me, Mr. <laughs> Remote. That's it. Exactly. Like, have you ever felt like your social battery be like, I don't have anything to give you. And if you go to this place, it's not going to be a good look for you. Yes. Yes. And trying to tell you, like, y- you will make a bad impression. <laughs> because you'll just be in, you will have a total total of 20 words for that total party so once they say oh what's your name kelly how are you doing i'm good you've already used three okay i think a party requires like a thousand words or something you have 20 it does. It does. So that is not a good look so i was just like i can't do it so I cut on stranger things season three i was not ready okay mm-hmm. um, let me just say i'm not gonna ruin anything for you but if you're someone who gets grossed out by rats, be prepared. Yeah. Okay? If I rewatched the episodes you, getting prepared for season four, which I haven't mm-hmm. watched yet. But yes, I was like, oh, that's right. That was that was a part of this. Yes. If gore bothers you, be prepared. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know because no one prepared me. And I spent a lot of it, like the plot line, amazing. But mm-hmm. I spent a lot of it looking away from the TV, being like, what in the hell am I watching? <laughs> but there was like so many funny parts and like, I just forget like how innocent the 80s are or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like there's no such thing as like a video, like a FaceTime call. So, mm-hmm. you know, if someone lives out of town, you just have to go by describing them. Yeah. And maybe one day your friend can hear them on the phone. <laughs> that's the only way to be like no this person is real but other than that they're like okay definitely fake person yes yes i don't even know if people can have fake boyfriends or girlfriends anymore you know what we talked about that people do because (laughs) there's there's a whole tv show devoted to it catfish (laughs) as i said i don't know how people are doing it but we but that show proves that you can easily find out if the person is real or not and people choose not to find out exactly and that's all in the 80s there was an excuse now i don't feel the same but in the 80s there was an excuse um but stranger things gets a lot deeper a lot weirder a lot you know but it just lets you know the power of friendship and mm. also that weird things can happen in <laughs> mm. crazy little towns definitely worth the watch but also be prepared because somehow it goes into you know what was really big in the 80s what horror movies oh yeah stranger yeah. things season four i'm just gonna go ahead and say it hints at a lot of previous 80s horror movies mm. so if you think nightmare on elm street which is one of those horror movies where like literally at night, I remember when I watched it. And mm. then I remember that night closing my eyes and being like, oh, nope, can't do that. <laughs> I will not be the one how dead yeah. it is dead. <laughs> and then just staying up until my body fell asleep and I woke up the next morning like, thank you, God. <laughs> and then I guess the next day I didn't worry about it and I went back to sleep. I don't know, but it was just very strange. But that night I remember very specifically, I was like, you can't go to sleep. And then I think I just like passed out. I don't know if I watched like that many 80s horror movies, but then later on, somehow my friend group, we got into Children of the Corn. 
like numbers one through eight or something like that definitely 80s and i've never watched not one single one of those movies Mm. children in the corn there's nothing about that that is what were they doing was it just kids hanging out in the cornfield i know it's about some blonde kids (laughs) kids were hanging out in the cornfield um there was a biblical undertone like devil i remember one of the characters main characters was named malachi and you know like they would you just think you're like having fun living in a small town running through a corn maze next thing you dead i don't remember everything but there was multiple multiple movies i but i i just know that there was children there was corn and there was something to do with the bible Mm. and you know what let me go back to freddy krueger really quick you know what made him scary Mm. he had a he had a theme song okay sung by kids so in the trailer (laughs) it would be it would be somebody in an attic i still remember this somebody went up to an attic and there would be they would be passing old toys and it would be like one, two, Freddy's coming for you. What? And then it would like reference like you know a regular neighborhood and a kid on a bike or kids in high school. Three, four, better shut your door. Oh my and god, I'm freaking out. Moving right? more into the attic. Five, six, get your crucifix. What? I wasn't Catholic. I didn't have a crucifix. I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, maybe if I just sleep with a Bible, this is God's honest truth. That was the first time I was like, why don't we just have random crucifixes in this house? And we say that we're Christian. What is happening? I have no protection here. Exactly. I was like, fine. I will have my children's Bible with me at night. And I slept with that Bible because of this movie. Seven, eight, better stay awake. Again, it's letting me know how to survive. That's what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then it would be mm-hmm. like nine, 10. And then out of the ground, a hand would come back with like scissors for fingers. And it would be like, Freddie's back again. And I was like, hmm, this song, really? I thought it was going to be protecting me. Evidently it doesn't. <laughs> Don't really care for it. Um, yeah, but no, that was the first time I ever slept with a Bible. It had nothing to do with church. It had to do with that movie. Did <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street get me closer to God? Who knows? <laughs> did I sleep with the Bible? I did. Uh, I did. Him. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. You describing that? I don't think I've ever seen it. Jason's the one with the white mask. Yeah, those are Halloween that's, movies. That's Halloween. I... I don't think I actually watch any of those movies. I, I guess I was... Mm. It was just straight to Children of the Corn, which, you know what? Probably you go to Blockbuster and I'm trying to get the the fancy movies and I can't. I'm too late. The tape is gone. It's just a blank tape in the back. And I'm, they're like, whore, Children of the Corn. I'm like, sold, you know? Your friends Bob, are like, Bobby at the this. desk says, pretty good. And I'm sold. Mm-mm. I was not into like scary movies at a slumber party. Like, I remember one time somebody rented Poltergeist and I was like, this is the point of where I'm going to go in the other room and play Barbies. And when it's over, I'm going to come out because I just didn't play with things like that because I was like, I'm not seeing the ghost. It's just chairs and things moving by themselves. So -hmm. what I'm not going to do is be at home and (laughs) have these spirits roaming my home. That's going to be a no for me, Bob. 
one time I was at a sleepover. I'm not really sure why the adult thought this was a good idea, but I can't remember if we were watching a scary movie or we we're just sitting there, but like we were having a sleepover and then somebody from their family wore a frog mask. I'm, I'm remembering frog or maybe it was green, but literally like, you know, the blinds were somehow they were able to like move the blinds or they just appeared or something like that. And they were outside and like banging on the window and that uh, it's obviously a core memory. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they did that because because then you're a sleepover shot like who's going to want to come back to your house everybody everybody it's what you talk about on a monday um normally i will say that was done by someone's brother if someone had a brother i couldn't spend the night at their house Mm. my parents were like who's who lives there (laughs) that's gonna be a no (laughs) yes but what what i realized though we talked about a little bit earlier the 80s great for scary movies great for 50s poodle skirts why i have no idea but they were like let's bring it back mm-hmm. and for whatever reason everybody in the 80s was like yeah let's do that um also the coca-cola shirts super popular in the 80s oh yes Reebok. and then john cusack was at the height of his game <laughs> Absolutely. and i realized like we had cable this is the thing that's like so hilarious. I still think it's funny. The only reason why we had cable, it wasn't because my parents were like, let's have extra channels and watch TV. No, it was because CNN came to cable. <laughs> and my dad was like, the news any time of day, sign me up. <laughs> and we were like, yes, mm-hmm, this is amazing. Never watched it fully into mtv nickelodeon um tbs all of it yeah and then i realized 80s cable channels thrived on showing the same movies over and over again 16 candles i think in the summer came on at least 35 times Mm. dirty dancing i know for a fact came on 150 times we see you tnt (laughs) we see you but you know what great money grab because You made money off of my family for years with the same programming and we were fine with it. <laughs> so true. But I say John Cusack because one of my favorite movies is like this obscure 80s movie that I don't think a lot of people know that were outside of my home. And it was called Better Off Dead. And when I tried to explain it to Kelly, I was like, this movie seems very dark when you yeah. describe it, but it was hilarious. It was like, this guy had a girlfriend that he was like in love with and they're like teenagers mm. and then he was like obsessed with her and then he was like and then this is what we're gonna do we're gonna go to college and they're just together all the time and then one day she's like actually I think we should break up and she starts dating like the most popular guy in school that's like a skier or whatever yeah and he decides he doesn't want to live and it's not supposed to be funny, but it's funny because his family is like, oh, okay, um, great. Yeah. <laughs> so he keeps trying to kill himself or think about it, but it's like people keep pushing him. Like one mm-hmm. time he's like standing on a bridge and someone, for whatever reason, pats him on the back as they like pass by and he <laughs> falls off the bridge when he's not ready and he ends up falling into a trash truck. Yeah. 
there's like animation involved because he works at this burger grill so the burgers become animated and are like break dancing and falling Which I in will love say, it was not in the trailer it's not in the trailer, but, but that's okay it makes me want to watch the movie more his neighbor across the street is like a french exchange student and she lives with a family who thought let's bring in an exchange student to date our son horrible <laughs> idea horrible idea um but she's a very independent person so she is like no 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 (laughs) um so booger from revenge of the nerds oh is in the movie yes it's just an interesting movie but anyway it's called better off dead and it's on youtube so if you want to see something off the cuff that's what it would be i would say i watched the trailer and i am intrigued i think it's trying to take like whatever like wild weird thought that you have in your teenage mind and like take it to the extreme and like show what it might look like in reality but so then you're like okay yeah that doesn't even make any sense and I don't know in these COVID times I'm I'm, I'm ready to laugh and I saw Booger and I was like that guy, <laughs> whatever happened to Booger I don't know I hope he's out there doing some sort of procedural show he was on a serious show I think I think I did see him on a serious show I know that he's still acting because I definitely saw him on a show not too long ago. What show it was, I don't remember, but he definitely was on there. I love it. Booger, yeah. just keep reinventing yourself. <laughs> He's strong. Love it. No matter what, when I see you though, I'm going to be like, oh, there's Booger. I don't know that man's real name as an actor. I just know he's Booger <laughs> from Revenge of the Nerds. That's all that I remember. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I um was really, I really got into winning time which is on hbo and it's the story of the los angeles lakers like back when um like my parents lived in california so they were in california and got to go to lakers game at this like same time which is why i kind of heard about this i don't think they like followed basketball after they left Um, but because they were basically there for the most exciting time but when magic johnson um, graduates college he's drafted into the NBA and um, at the same time as like Larry Bird and then uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and like goes into the story of this LA Lakers and that, that I had no idea about like all their little different stories and also um, the guy who ended up purchasing the Lakers to basically make the NBA what it is today this guy Bob Buss like he's like this should be like a spectacle. Like I want girls like dancing, not like modern dance, like not ballet. (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, Paula Abdul, what you're doing, that's what I want girls to do on the floor. I want to have a bar in here. I want to have a disco in here. Um, I want lights, camera, action. Like this has to be the hot spot. I want floor, I want seats on the floor with celebrities like he came up with all that stuff oh I love it um so I and also you know this team that's coming from um you know they they were okay but they weren't getting to where they needed to be and they're the guys like no we're going to the playoffs we're going to win this national championship you know Magic Johnson's like we're going to win this and they have to and then there's this coach that comes in that like basically also pat robertson pat riley but pat riley him there was this guy named mckinney which nobody knows his name but he's his stuff is actually what 
became like the faster pace of the NBA, but nobody knows his name because like Pat Riley became all slick. And Pat everything. Riley had the slick hair and the nice suits. And like, I think I was like seven and I was like, there's something about this man. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think he, I was seven and he was like 40 and I was like, yes. I like what he's doing. <laughs> and that's the whole goal. And even at the first, like there's going to be another season, like he's not even the head coach yet mm. in the whole of season one. So there's so much other stuff that happened before that happened. And, and he's played by Adrian Brody and, um, which I'm like, Oh, okay. Hey, you're like, this is, this is cool. This is cool. I, I like you as Pat Riley, but I don't know. I just, the acting was amazing. Like all the backs, it's just so each player has just their own vibe. I don't know. It was just addicting. And like, there's also these very powerful women that are basic are like making things happen, but maybe mm-hmm. not getting all the credit that they deserve. And so I would highly recommend it to anybody. If even if you're not interested in sports, I would say you can give it a try because they make it really palatable, really exciting going from um, episode to episode. They have great storytelling. It's not just like, okay, let's see what they did in this game. Like that's not how it goes. So his name is Mike Dunleavy. Mike Dunleavy and Randy Fund. Are these the people? says randy fund why are you just saying names this is they say these are the coaches for the lakers well maybe now oh wait paul westwood pet westhead is that who it was paul westhead but before that was um i think it's mckinney okay let me see i like googled it coach so it looks like jack mckinney yeah jack mckinney so Jack McKinney changed the game. He changed. He's only the game. there for a year. I know, and there's this crazy <laughs> reason why he's only there for a year, and you have to watch it to find out because the like these things happen. It's it's so he wild. comes in for a year. He's like, I'm changing the game, and I'm out. And then the next guy comes, uh, Paul Westwood, and they're like, two years, great. Then Pat Riley comes, and he gets all the fame. You don't even it. know. You don't even know the half of what happens. I'm, I'm gonna not have gonna to tell try. You. I'm gonna have to look this up because yeah. I. I mean, I do love a good sports movie. Uh huh. I feel like it is always motivational. And the guy that plays um, Magic Johnson, he's like a newcomer. I, like I've never seen him act in anything else. And I should look up his discography. Maybe he's acted in a bunch of other things, and I don't know. But um, he looks like Magic. Like he has the smile. He has like the charisma. I mean it's I just think it's awesome um and so I highly recommend it to anybody that wants to check that out no I definitely will check that out just because I want to know what this first off why was he just a coach for a year now I'm now I'm in because Mm. what happened with this man Mm. it's gonna blow your mind do it it. well the last thing before we leave uh the one part of Stranger Things that I love is they sing a song it has nothing to do with anything so i'm not ruining anything for anybody but they sing a song to a reference point of when i remember one of the things about the 80s that was so wonderful being a kid was mm. that jim hansen was super popular mm. and yeah. so puppetry was really popular yeah. and one movie that involved a lot of puppetry a lot of graphics was never ending story 
and I love that movie. Mm. Never Ending Story and Labyrinth were my jams, okay? Mm. When I was a young child, I was like, this is where it's at. Like, it was, <laughs> they were both so magical to me. <laughs> they were. They were. I don't think I got into Labyrinth that much. I think the reason why I got into Labyrinth really was because Mm -hmm. we owned it on Betamax. Okay. Oh, so understood. (laughs) And so we would have to pop that bad boy in on a rainy day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so we watched it a lot because we owned it. That's why. Because there wasn't a lot of movies that you owned. I could have easily um, recorded it off TV with my VCR. This is true. This is true. Um, and maybe it was recorded off TV. I don't remember. Well, no, because they didn't have any commercials. I don't remember. But anyway, we had Labyrinth. And um, I did not realize until I was older that the main character from Labyrinth was David Bowie. Mm. When I would see him on TV doing interviews, I'd be like, hey, guy from Labyrinth. And that <laughs> was well into the 90s to the point of almost his death that I would just be like, oh, it's the guy from Labyrinth. <laughs> Never was I like, oh, David Bowie, until after people were like, this is a David Bowie song. And I'd be like, the man from Labyrinth? And they'd be mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, also he's an amazing <laughs> singer. And I'd be like, okay. I knew no other reference point for him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're a child, your memories are really like locked in there. Like you hold on to that thing. It's like, no, you were there at that place in time and that's it. The never-ending story just had the bomb song, okay? Mm, are you going to sing it? Are you going to sing it? I mean, I can. Well, we can sing the part where it's like, never-ending story. Ooh. I think that's ah, the part I know. You don't know that part? The never-ending story. Turn around. Tell me what you see. Why am I singing oh, okay. the worst voice? Okay, no, it's coming back. It's coming back. I love it. <laughs> I'm always singing. It's your turn. <laughs> you need to go on YouTube, Google Never Ending Story, and like, don't cut it off after 15 seconds. Like, fully listen to it. Mm-hmm. If you are a child of the 80s, it will bring it all back to you. Even yes. if you think you don't know the song, you will know the song. And even if you never watched the Never Ending Story, I think that you'll be like, this is kind of a bop. But like, don't listen like for 10 seconds and be like, that's crazy. You got to listen to the full thing. Um, No, I'm going to add it to my Spotify list and have it play on the regular. Listen, it is a good. Stranger Things gave that back to me. And I was like, even though I've watched some very disgusting things with this show um, that really hurt my spirit, the fact that you guys sang Never Ending Story, we're okay. Because you brought back that memory. And I decided, and you know, some people will call it child punishment. I don't care. I've decided that when the my nephews and niece come to visit, because mm-hmm. last time I tried to get them to watch it, I'm not going to lie, the intro was about 20 minutes. And they were like, <laughs> so bored. They were like, what is this? <laughs> You're like, uh, yeah, the attention is something we got to work on, but yeah. uh, it really is a good move. Maybe they need to color for the first 20 minutes and then they can really get get behind I it. will say the beginning, there was a lot of clouds and names and names and clouds and people walking upstairs that lasted five minutes. And I was like, okay, you know what? We had, wait, I was like, just wait for it to start. And they were like, oh, 
<laughs> and then we ended up just turning it off because it was just too much for them. But I fast forward to the flying. I want them to see it. That and Labyrinth, because I'm just saying, I think once they get into it, they will be like, oh my gosh, like this is actually yeah. really good. Because the stories are really good with both of them, but you have to first like get past movie intros used to have the longest intros ever. Yes. They would name everybody. They would be like, this person brought us snacks also <laughs> this person was born in 1934 and okay. you said this there the whole time while they flashed if you were lucky there'd be like other animation that could entertain <laughs> you but sometimes no it's just their name in really cool different typeface and that's about it you just gotta exactly. let them get their respect so we have done a journey um, we've gone through the 80s with um, Stranger Things kicked it all off. You should definitely watch Stranger Things. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. Um, and actually where we're at now means that in about two weeks, the second part of season four is going to come out, um, which should is only going to be two, um, two episodes, but they're going to be two vital episodes. Because I will say when it ended right now, I was like, okay, I wanted to know more. <laughs> like I was like, uh I could take those three hours right now there's no need for you okay. to hold them back I kind of like the cliffhanger like okay we know you want to binge it but look you got to come back and then we're yeah. going to tidy this up and I I don't know I can kind of appreciate that they're I getting do creative because like you get to really enjoy what you've just watched instead mm-hmm. of going through the whole thing and you have some something to look forward to because people were saying like I've waited two years to watch Stranger Things and they were like yeah. binged it in a day <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> um, but Stranger Things, Better Off Dead. Um, we talked about Winning Time, which very interested on why that coach only did one year, but changed the game of basketball, never ending story. And then of course, any 80s classic you want to think of to recommend to us, please do. We would love to hear about it. Um, and Labyrinth, we talked about Labyrinth on the cool, but that is an amazing movie. Just if you want to see like 80s puppetry at its best and finest, mm-hmm. like I will say Jim Henson is someone who took something that he loved and turned it into a whole industry that it was not before. Yeah. And CGI is cool, but the puppetry of the 80s, you mm-hmm. cannot get past it. And I, and I feel like there's like more um, movie or documentaries out now that like showed how puppets got made and how like those movies actually got made and I would love to also like watch the movie and then do something like that and see how people were making things come live because I love the like backstory and like how things are shot because I do I have like a memory about the never-ending story and like how it was shot like they made a full puppet he was riding on like full Mm -hmm. fur and but I mean, like the bottom part would do different. I don't know. I, but I love that stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, this would be the summer to just kind of dig into the YouTube and maybe see some eighties stuff just to kind of reminisce, to go back. If you were born in the eighties to just see, you know, things that were popular the year that you were born, whatever, but um, there's really good stuff. Um, It doesn't all have to be modern movies. Some of it can be old school, but you can reach out to us to let us know what movies you'd like to enjoy at tv told me at gmail.com you can find our transcript at tv told me dot word at wordpress.com um 
And we're on Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. And we love that you have listened to us. Enjoy your summers. Like we said, get outside, enjoy the sun. But if you don't, we love you anyway. And there's great TV to be had while you're at home kicking it. Don't let someone force you on a hike and then go bowling. Sometimes Mm. go on the hike and then be like, I'm done for the day. (laughs) Okay, final sign off. What did you write on your yearbooks? Did you say, stay cool, have a good summer? Do you remember what you wrote in your yearbook to people? I would just look at what someone else wrote and write that and then sign my name. Mm. I didn't have a tagline. Pro. (laughs) Oh, well, like stay cool was a good one. No, I copied that from somebody else. Like Um, if somebody was like, have a good summer, I'd be like, have a great summer. <laughs> I day. Like I would like add, word. Yeah, I would just elevate it. Or I would be like, you're they'd be like, you're cool. I'd be like, you're awesome. I day. <laughs> the creativity level, I guess, was low because I I don't remember having a consistent tagline. I would just look at what other people wrote and be like, all right. Mm. I'm like so curious. I'll have to find a yearbook and read some of those because they have to be gold. There were, I remember there was rhymes, limericks, maybe. I don't know. Thank you, good people. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.